is what I do. Jesus, I'm freaking out. <laughs> what I do is just edit it sometimes. If it, it's just like, I'll go through, listen back to it, and make some little changes to be like, right, uh, fucking, I'll get rid of that. I sound like a dick. <laughs> or if someone said something, and like, can you take that out? I'll go, yeah, no problem. So, yeah, yes, I'll make all oh, good. Yeah. So, where have you been? Wales. Been in Wales. I, st- I woke up this morning in Wales, yeah. Yeah. How come you're in, in Wales? Uh, Don't mind me asking. Near Holyhead. No, it's all right. Um, yeah, the uh, owner of Unity Radio, uh, John Green, who's a good friend of mine, he's got a uh, he's got a place up there, and um, we just went. I, I went to help him move some furniture, but then as well, we used it as a little business trip, and we went and uh, scouted for a potential uh, place to to host a music event, and then also. Um, we just use the journey because we never get time to talk in the uh, in the car. You know, like when you're in a car as well, it's different. So when you're in a car, you can, you know, your mind sort of, you know, you're not in an office, you're in a different environment. So um, we have, we have good chats when uh, when we're in the car. So yeah, it was just like business, but you know, helped him out as well. Yeah, it's a bit well, it's a bit more relaxed in a car, isn't it? You, know, you can probably put some nice chilled tunes on. You know, just different That's format it, compared to being in an office. But well, right, That's so it, how did you get into this? <laughs> by the way, Except, obviously I know you're from our little side quest NPC. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, interaction. Uh, how did yeah. you get into all this? This is what's what's been interesting me. Okay, um, so back in 2016, um, I went to Dominican Republic for my sister's wedding um I was over there I was you know maybe 16 17 but um let's just say in Dominican Republic they don't mind if you're a little bit younger in the clubs so uh I I didn't go to a club I promise uh no I did I, I went to a couple of clubs when I was 16 17 um in Dominican Republic watched the DJ DJing I was like wow this is like, you know, this is pretty cool. I was, you know, more more than enjoying myself. I was watching the actual DJ DJ. And uh, at the time, I had no knowledge. Um, I was just sort of like, this is really cool. Like, just looking at what he's doing, not really even noticing the mixes or, like, actually listening to what he was doing. I was just more looking at what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just looked cool. So, um, anyway, from that, I came home. And I said to my parents, I said, look, I want to get into DJing. When I went to this club in the Dominican Republic, I was, you know, almost mesmerized. I was like, yo, this is sick. So anyways, got back to the UK. Um, I signed up to a uh, sort of course, college, university type thing. It's called Manchester Midi School. Mm. Um, and it's in uh, Manchester City Centre. And uh, what, what I did was a nine-month DJ course um with dj mark one who's a uh he's a pretty sick dj um it's weird when i when people ask me how i learned to dj because a lot of people just teach themselves or you know pick up things or but um i found that with me the best way for me to learn is for somebody to show me it like it is quite difficult for me to watch youtube video and then sort of pick up from that don't get me wrong I use YouTube and 
I, I research stuff online all the time to to learn new things and it, it does sometimes work but with such a big thing sort of like DJing it was uh it was quite difficult for me to pick up on my own because when I did come back don't get me wrong before I, I went to the Manchester Middle School I uh I got some decks for my birthday some DDJ SB2s very small uh, you plug them into your PC um and uh, at the time I've got videos actually that come up on my Snapchat memories that say like six years ago today and mm -hmm. it's me and I'm like this is terrible what was I even <laughs> thinking like this mix is completely shocking uh but yeah um and then it slowly progressed sorry I've got to sit my red north is I like me I like me uh <laughs> it's all right you plug in that you're sponsored by them <laughs> not you know but I should I should uh I love um I love but I shouldn't like Red Bull monster well actually not monster but you know sort of like energy drinks mm. i'll drink a lot of energy drinks especially when um i'm djing i'm trying to cut down on it though because it's not good for you so uh yeah, yeah i'm I've definitely got, trying to cut down i've got hooked onto that like my favorite drink used to be pepsi max cherry and then i went working with my mate the other week he's been back in england for a bit and he's a he's an electrician and he was like yeah try one of these monster energy drinks never tried them before Jesus Christ. Never tried a monster drink. Until until that day. And then it was like five days in a row. I was just on the monster, <laughs> the monster can. It was so addictive though. And you just give you like a massive rush when you're doing it. I, I won't shut up when he, when I had it. I was just talking to him then for like 20 minutes straight. Because it just gave me that much caffeine while I had it. It was yeah. mad. I don't like, say caffeine. I don't like coffee. I do like energy drinks, but I don't actually like coffee. Do you, do you, do you drink coffee? Yeah, man, I, I love a good cappuccino. You can't get wrong with that. I, I have tried to cut once. Once I just completely stopped having any um, any source of caffeine, and it was terrible. Like, I literally didn't have any tea, any coffee, any chocolate, and it was just like this existence is fucking shite. So um, I stopped being so, uh, what's, the, what's the word? Just stop being so like restrictive, and then I started having more tea and coffee. Started enjoying again. yourself. Yeah, enjoying myself a bit. You know, treat myself to a monster energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> treat yourself um, to a cup of tea. Yeah. No, so uh, they, they are good though. It's like my mate; he probably has them nearly every day. It's he says because it's just like he gets a part of his meal deal, and it's just but it does yeah. blow your rocker off. Yeah, I don't know if you should really be drinking them every day. To be honest with you, bro, like I don't think that's a good idea you know what i mean yeah i'm, I'm clean now <laughs> i'm like, yeah. like a few days clean you're clean so. you're uh, you're sober now are you you're uh, yeah yeah i had the yeah. sweats today though i was walking around like there's no coffee in the house there's no i didn't have a monster energy drink i've just had like five cups of tea to replace any sort how of are you coffee. gonna make it through this podcast i don't know maybe this is what like my body's doing because i've got a bit of a stuffy nose i'm a bit sick i'm sweaty maybe my body's just like I'm getting the caffeine withdrawals. Yeah, I might have, have to chug a fucking monster energy drink uh, after this. Yeah, no, I yeah. do like my fizzy drinks, hundred percent, mate. I used to, uh, I don't know, I I used to be a bit of a a gamer, um, like a P well, still I'm a PC gamer. I've literally got a piece, my PC to the right of me now. Yeah, I've got, um, yeah, I, I like my PC gaming. Um, I used to work at game when I was younger. Um, so I'm 22 now and then when I was sort of similar time of when I started DJing I used to uh, I used to work at game in the Trafford Centre 
which is um which is which was it was a great experience to be honest uh it was interesting there was a lot of interesting people and there was a lot of nerds and there was a lot of you know I, I don't know maybe maybe I was a nerd I probably was a nerd so um <laughs> yeah I used to I used to play a lot of PC games uh, mm -hmm. I still do now but um but yeah that's when I when I started you know and, and found my love for energy drinks you know I used to drink a lot of because uh, you know gaming energy drinks it's sort of hand yeah. in hand a lot of people who you know play games also drink a lot of energy drinks you know what I mean yeah well, it's um, like monster energy did now it's like they've rebranded a little bit you know it's gone from these I say people would say goths you know people associate monster energy with goths yeah and then like now it's like you know the common man consumes a monster energy drink you know they completely rebranded themselves but I was like yourself I loved fucking Xbox well, you've got PC. Well, I loved Xbox from like primary school when COD 4 came out. Smashed it through high school. And then my brother got a PC, played on his PC. Then I got addicted to more like uh, League of Legends type of games, uh, yeah. Hearthstone. What else did I play on PC? Um, Planet Side 2. Did you ever play that? Remind me what Planet Side 2 is again. Oh, it was like, it, it was basically like, 100 versus 100 people maybe even more and you can just kind of spawn in around the map some places are busy some places aren't and then you just go around killing people and then you've got to capture objectives i'm i'm sure i've heard of planet side 2 but i don't think i've played it but it's mm. quite funny you mentioned like league and stuff like that because I've, I've always tried it but i've never actually gotten properly into it because when i say i work it, when i when i used to work at game it's different because people think, oh, what used to like sell Xboxes, pre-owned Xboxes and stuff like that. No, I used to work in the, it was called Belong Arena. So it was actually above game and it was a gaming arena. And there was like 24 PCs, 24 Xboxes, 24 Playstations, all on a little station each. So it'd be like a computer and then there'd be like an Xbox, PS4 and then be a monitor and then mouse, keyboard and controller. And there was 24 of these stations and like people could come in and you know they like we had like a stag do there you know what i mean like kids would come in and play during you know summer holidays and like after school and um and you know even we would play you know during our break or you know when it was quiet don't tell the manager but yeah no <laughs> we used to we used to uh we used to play games uh and uh and it was really good um i don't know where i was going with that but yeah no that, that that's that's where i used to work in a gaming arena that was it that's yeah. where i was going with that but um yeah man it was it was a good job but uh, I'm happy where I am now but uh I've, I've recently wanted to get back into um not necessarily gaming but like sort of trying to monetize my love for games so I don't know I, I'd love to do like twitch streaming or you know not necessarily like I uh, I show speed or, or, or what's his name I speed what's his name again yeah, I'm not trying to do what speed does I would I would be normal but um yeah uh I think that uh, have you ever been to a uh are you into your esports I used to watch uh the only esports I used to watch was yeah league uh it was like fanatic yeah. and stuff but that, that was years ago to be honest when I it was when I played league now is whereas now it's like well, I won't really go on to twitch to watch anything but I used to watch, God, I can't even remember the names of who we used to watch. Oh, it's going to annoy me this. 
um, fully love to commentate a you know a, a Counter Strike uh, a CS GO game. I would love to. Like it would be it'd be sick or to go to like um, one of the big shows where it's like a final of CS GO and then just go around interviewing the the um, you know the the players and the 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 like the team captains and you know some of the crowd or whatever. Um, I just love to do that because that's what I do in in music. Like I'll go mm-hmm. to a show, like a music show. So I'll go to like um, for example Manchester International Festival, go with a videographer, have a little microphone, and just go chat wham to loads of people. Just be like, yo, what are you saying? You know what I mean? Or be like, yeah. yo, we're here now or whatever. So I'd love to do that. But um, I think I think it'd be really good to do it within the the esports community and and that sort of gaming sector. I think that that's where I'd like I'd like to you know focus on in the future maybe even you know what I mean. It'd be cool to branch out. Yeah, why not, man? I mean, like you're probably in a position where, like, so are you employed full time by the radio? Like, how does it work? If you don't, is yeah, that okay. something you can even talk about? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so I'm employed at the radio station, um, but I do more than one thing. Um, so I'm not necessarily employed for my radio show, but I am employed for activity and projects that goes on alongside the radio and, you know, in partnership with the radio. So um, I can talk a little bit about this. can't tell you every single detail but I can talk a little bit so um yeah there's a uh, a management company that we run in partnership and in association with Unity Radio uh which is public now and uh and has been going out on the Unity Radio socials and the Rooted in Rhyme socials um so basically there's a little poster there uh the 20 the, the sorry 2020 21 the 1st to the 18th of July, there was a Manchester International Festival. It was like a, you know, a two, two and a bit week uh, festival. And uh, Rooted in Rhyme hosted a stage. And Rooted in Rhyme is a sort of company that is the next up of talent, sort of in the urban music industry and in the urban scene. So, what I'm basically saying is that Rooted in Rhyme ran a stage, but that is now that's now transitioned and, and it's sort of like a it's more than just a stage, it's the urban culture and urban music scene within Manchester mm-hmm. and you know hopefully over the whole UK one day. But yeah, I um I I work within a, a great team of people and we manage artists and try and secure them, you know, uh, deals or, you know, uh, help shape their music sound, uh, guide them in the right direction. So, um, yeah, I'm employed in that sense. And then obviously I do a radio show every Monday with my boy Eddie, um, one till four uh, on Unity Radio. And then I do a Saturday night rap show. Uh, But I've been quite, I've been, I've been, finding I've been finding it quite difficult to find the time that I don't know why that was difficult for me to say but yeah no it's been quite difficult to find the time to do a Saturday night show so most of my like you know shows outside of the radio are on a Friday or Saturday night 
So, um, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm employed in in the radio station, and then I also freelance DJ, um, and then uh, freelance uh, host. So, like, someone will uh, reach out, and uh, similar to what I did at Manchester International Festival, I'll go around with a mic and a camera, and just chat absolute wham. So, yeah, man, yeah, it's uh, oh. A really good thing that I'm super happy that I've been involved in in the past sort of year is Manchester Hip Hop Archives. And what that is, it allows the younger generation, especially in primary and secondary schools, to sort of understand the culture and history behind Manchester's hip hop culture. So it is, again, in association with Unity Radio and what it actually, so the, the projects that we do and the sort of workshops that take place are myself and other specialist DJs, rappers, um, uh, break dancers, graffiti artists, actually go into primary and secondary schools and teach, you know, uh, classes of young people, um, you know, uh, the, the history and the culture and where it started and where it is today and how it got there and the future and sort of inspiring them so that's what I've, I've been happy to have been able to be involved in that in the past sort of year so um so yeah that's 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 been quite a uh, a significant thing I've been involved in and especially um um I've been doing these freestyle videos on YouTube called Check One it's like a freestyle platform similar to what Charlie Sloth does mm -hmm. so um yeah man yeah um yeah, yeah. Uh, so so I'm, the, I'm just trying to. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say the the one that you do on YouTube, which is similar to Charlie Soft, is that through the that's through the radio station. Yeah, man. So it's actually in the uh, studio where uh, we broadcast from. So um, the way it's set up is where the decks are in the station, because not everyone that presents on the station necessarily uses the decks. Uh, there's a myriad and a, uh, a mixing board, which a lot of the presenters use as well, which, you know, um, you can select tracks and they'll just automatically fade into each other. All the adverts on are on there and the beds and the instrumentals to be able to talk over. But um, during the check one show, we use the decks and um, they're sort of to the right of the uh, of the main desk. So what we do is obviously Colin, uh, photo video, my videographer comes in, who you've met in the car. Yeah. That's my videographer. Oh, so yeah, the the video that we uh, shot that day. So we'll, I'll just give a little bit of context and backstory on on how yeah. we met. Well, I, this, I normally ask everybody this anyway, and I, I always say, well, how do we know each other? So there you go. There's your cue to say, uh, right? Your experience. How do we know each other? <laughs> ex yeah, you, so you can go. How do we know each other? We know each other because I broke down, and. Uh, yeah, I needed a way to get to the radio station and magically you appeared. I don't know how you appeared or why you easy you you should not have been there that day at that time. I hope you know that. You should not have been there. You should not have took me to the radio station, but it it happened and it was great. So, anyways, I was driving from my house. Uh next minute, my car says low engine pressure or something like that never said anything like that at all before and what's funny is I was actually on the way to the mechanic 
to drop it in because I was going away for the week. So I was just going to drop it in so he could just, you know, check over it and make sure it was all good. About five minutes into my journey, breaks down. You're behind me. First of all, you helped me push the car. I know you pull up next to me. And you're like, you're all right. I'm like, not really, no. <laughs> so then next minute, you help me push the car to the side of the road. And then I'm like, right, wounded. I've got a radio uh, show in about 45 minutes. I'm definitely going to be late. And he was like, uh, I think I said, are you going Media City? And he was like, uh, no, but I can be. And then I jumped in your car and you was playing Minecraft music, which was, uh, which was great. You best not edit that out. And then, yeah, we headed to the radio station. But on the way, I forgot that I needed to pick up my videographer, Colin. Um, so we went and picked him up as well. And then, yeah, man, you dropped, dropped me off. And I, I had about five minutes spare of my time before, you know, um, before the artist turned up. So it was great. So yeah, this is this is how we met. You broke down and you was on the way to go get a gyro, right? Yeah, my mate's got um, a gyro shop. I don't know what to call it. It's like a Greek truck shop. He's actually now just got uh, like an actual physical build, building where he can sell them. But he quit his job last year and him and his brother just started selling gyros or uh, whatever the fuck you call And then it's, it's done really well. And then he just does that now, which is pretty funny. He just sold it on like uh, this this canal, and then it went. I think like um, one of them websites or TikTok accounts like Finest Manchester, you videoed oh, it. Oh yeah, 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 and yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it blew up on TikTok, and then he just Sick. was like selling out and everything. So, so I decided, yeah, I'll go get that. And then I seen uh, I seen you struggling, so I was like, I'll see what I can do if I can help him out. Seen DJ Basher struggling, didn't you? At the side <laughs> of the road, pulled up yeah. with the Minecraft music. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. well, what, what track was it now? How's it even go? The Minecraft music goes. I think it was. Let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a deep emotional one. But the thing is, where you was, it didn't make sense why you was there. I surely you took yeah. a wrong turn or something, right? Because I don't, I don't know why don't you know. was. Yeah, I don't know, like, to be honest. Like from where you said you was coming from to the gyro shop like that wouldn't have been the way that you should have been driving at all so like it was a miracle it was a christmas yeah, miracle, yeah. To be you got sent there. god sent me there man to you, fucking god save did you. send you there and uh <laughs> you thought i was gonna rob you at one point but um i didn't rob you you know i uh i stuck to my word i said i wasn't gonna rob you and i didn't um i, I could feel that you was a little bit worried at one point when we was driving to um pick up my videographer and we was going oh, down yeah, like yeah. a back street he was like right yeah i'm getting robbed here i'm yeah. probably getting robbed but you didn't get I, robbed i didn't you know you've got to just go with your well i was gonna say go with your gut my gut was like you're getting fucking bummed in this alley if you keep going down <laughs> i was like i was like don't go with the gut i think he's all right he should be sound and then yeah it was sound so uh but yeah then this is the uh, payback if there is payback or this you know we said this is what you'll do to pay me back for the lift so this is why this is the DJ result Masha yeah man is on my podcast yeah um, yeah i mean i'm not really doing much i'm just talking how is this paying back i don't even know i'm just <laughs> chatting, chatting absolute wham to you <laughs> yeah that's i normally just do that anyway i don't know what i do with this podcast it started off as like uh oh so i'm teetotal i don't drink and i started off by going oh i'll speak to people about that but, you know, you're quite limited 
with that like you know there's only so many times you can say oh yeah don't drink and it's just like you know what else can I do so I, I started changing it because I travel <laughs> quite a bit and I meet people I was like oh yeah. fuck it I'll just do it as like a uh, like a traveling type of podcast where I meet people and I talk to them I find if I like them you know like oh do you want to do the podcast if not it's not the end of the world oh, I'll just meet other people so um, where are you now by the way I'm just at home at the moment yeah I, to be honest this is the most like immobile I've been I've I just been like Brussels or something no no um, so literally when I, I was supposed to go to Edinburgh I didn't go because I ended up getting COVID um, but I, the last thing I did was uh, I hiked across the UK so I went from St. Bees to um, Robin Hood's Bay which took me like nine days but then I met so I met uh, yeah just hiked it it's it, it quite a yeah, How many miles was that? 192 miles of it walking. Took nine days to do that. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah. blitzed it, to be honest. It should normally take like two weeks, but I was just like... Was you quite like okay with that? Yeah. Or, or yeah. Quite difficult? It, it was difficult. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say like it was easy. Yeah, it was it, easy. Did it? Yes. <laughs> wow. uh, well, yeah, the thing is, and when I go hiking normally, I'll just like go for a day somewhere I go for like a day trip finish go back to wherever I'm staying whereas I was like, I've always wanted to do like a long distance hike and stay overnight to places so I just put everything in a backpack like 10 sleeping bag sleeping mat um, and then a bit of food at the start but then because you're passing through towns uh, it's actually, or villages it's not that bad like you can fill up in shops or what I was doing is I'd go somewhere eat at a pub and then keep going or like top up on fucking sweets and stuff while I would go into a shop and then uh, just keep going and then set up camp wherever I ended up at like uh, half 10 at night. Cause it, cause it's so light at, uh, at night now, like you can just walk all day and get, get really far. Uh, but it was a good experience. It was really weird because I normally travel outside of the UK and you can have quite weird experiences outside the UK, but then I was like staying in hostels. What do you mean by that? <laughs> what do just you mean? that I want to know. <laughs> just, just like you know, you meet like-minded people who are tra- like traveling around in hostels. Okay, and, you know, the more up for doing different things like going hiking or just wandering around a city, getting lost. Meet just like having random interactions with people. Um, and I was having this like in England and it just felt really strange because I was like uh, two hours on a train away from home. Whereas I was like meeting people in a hostel and talking to them or they'd be like Americans or who had traveled or right, so far okay. just to do this. So it was just, it was just strange to have that in my, my own country. Um, but then I met, so I became friends with this girl who she was doing the same as me. She was hiking it, but with uh, like a backpack and just wild camping. But a lot of the people who I'd met, like they paid for a company. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this, but it's like fair enough. They paid for a company to organize it for them and transfer all the the, the gear. But it was like a grand and a half just to do the whole thing. And I was like, if I paid a grand and a half, I would not want to still be in the UK. I'd want to be in like fucking Dubai or something. You know, I'd want to be somewhere really nice, not yeah. walking in the cold in fucking Northern England. So. Um, <laughs> It was it was good to kind of meet somebody. She was similar age as me, and uh, you just like hike with people. So, for example, so you went on that. your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that 
most of the time when I travel, just, just I just book a flight and just go by myself and then meet people. Do you I'm ever there. find it's quite lonely? Not really. It's it's surprising who you uh, can meet, and I guess that's just you part. Of it. Yeah, you just run into people. And you can have random conversations with people uh, which you didn't even expect, uh, which is why I like it. Like, so, for example, a person who I want to get on the next episode is a guy called Ahmed, and I met him in Serbia. And I got a bus from Prague to Serbia, which was like, well, stopped in Budapest. So it was like nine hours there and then nine hours from Budapest. I think something like that. Yeah, it was was long. Just to watch Red Star Belgrade versus Partizan. And then while I was on this bus, I was... It's just a fo- the football club. It's like the football it's called club. the most dangerous derby in Europe, and the, just the atmosphere is really good. Um, yeah, then I got to my hostel, and they like they upgraded me for free for some reason. I, I can't remember why there was like an issue with the booking. They upgraded me. I was like, oh, this is I'm buzzing here. I've got a really good place. Then the guy who was like in the same hostel place as me, he just was. We just started chatting, and he was from Iraq. And then we just ended up wandering around the city together. He came to the football with me. Uh, then I met up at the football, I met up with a guy who I met on the bus. Uh, sadly, I can't remember his name. I've still got him on Instagram. And then like he took me and Ahmed out to a Serbian restaurant at night. And then we like we were just like, sharing stories and having a good chat. Um, yeah, yeah, so it just started off like I started doing this and. Uh, 19 i just would be what? like just solo traveling yeah well what i wanted to do is i'd ask my mates and they'd be like oh, what's in fucking slovakia why do you want to go there oh, well, i don't know it's fucking 36 quid return on Ryanair. Well, why not go something so, might happen while we're there yeah <laughs> yeah so i started off local to be honest like the first place was i went to belfast and it was just like cheap flights stayed in a hostel loved it and then i just was like I'll still go with other people sometimes, like we might arrange something, but um, then I, I went to like um, Copenhagen for a week, stayed That's in the cool. hostel. I'd like to go there. Yeah, that was sound, that to be fair. It was really social. And then I met a guy called Jenko from Australia and we instantly became like really good mates on this trip. And we were both there for the exact same time. And then we just ended up like going to this hippie town uh, in the middle of Copenhagen called Christiana where they sell uh, weed and it, it was just like quite an interesting place because it's they, they say they're their own country and like independent state or whatever within Denmark just a lot of hippies to be honest so I, I liked it um, then like I went to Kiev that year just more doing different places traveling and then I think I went to like uh, Morocco at the end of the year because I could you could just find flights for like forty pound return. I was gonna say this: How was you funding these trips and journeys? I I worked full time, so it, from two thousand seventeen to two thousand twenty one, I did an apprenticeship, um, and then yeah, you'd get holidays with my with my apprenticeship. We got holidays, so for example, I would okay. book. Thursday, Friday off, and then I'd fly Wednesday night, get back Sunday, um, and then be in work Right, on so Monday. it wasn't necessarily that you was doing long, really, you know, really long trips. You were sort of doing short weekends away, like bite size. Yeah, 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 bite size. And then sometimes, like, 
one time I booked two weeks off work and I went to Israel, for example, because I found okay. cheap cheap flights to Israel. So I went there. But when I got there, it was quite expensive. Um, what do you find? Do you find that shorter trips are better? Can you fit as much as you'd like to in the short trips or are the long trips where it's at? I don't I don't know. It just depends. Like it, it depends on literally like like you said before, I shouldn't have been in uh that area where I was when I bumped into you. It's like I could go somewhere and get maybe get a different bus, a different flight, maybe meet somebody on there, or don't even meet anybody on there. You know, it's just like there's so many things you can't control when it comes to traveling and what happens yeah. to your trip. So it's just completely random. Have you ever run into somebody that you've seen before? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, okay. So the, the the strangest interaction I've had was uh, actually in Brussels, so to say. I went to Brussels in 2019, and uh, on my flight home, I was like, I was waiting in the airport. And I was looking, I was like, is that my cousin? And then like, <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, I was like, went over to him, I was like, Jack. And he was like, all right, what are you doing here? I was like, what are you doing here? And we both were just on this, say, uh, on the same flight home, which was quite strange. And we were just chatting, like what we'd been up to. I was like, oh yeah, I just came in by myself. He was with his group of mates. Um, but yeah, I, I still do like group trips sometimes, but for the past year, I've been living it well. I've been living in Prague for the past year, so I've just been doing like sometimes trips with my girlfriend, or I'll still go by myself. Uh, even though I've got a girlfriend, I just like it's just like a, my hobby, you know. It's it's what I enjoy doing. Do you find it difficult with your work, them being sort of accepting that you go out on these trips and journeys and? Is it, is it does it affect your work or, or is it something that what you can work around? Uh, so obviously I left well I left my job last year. So what I did last year was leave, and then I moved to Prague. Uh, lived with my girlfriend for a year, so I didn't I, I didn't have a job. Then I got offered a job as an English teacher. Um, one second, sorry, I'm getting shouted. <laughs> sorry, mate, you even almost shouted me seeing if I fed the dog. Have you um, fed the dog? I have fed the dog, yeah. Um, Good. Glad to hear it. We like dogs. There's, yeah, there's going to be a lot of editing on this. Normally, I like when it's just smooth. <laughs> but I'm going to have to go through and like, cut that. Cut you should write time codes down where it's like, mum told me to feed the dog at, cut this time out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what was I on about? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, the only t- what would happen in my last job is you'd just get people i don't know just moaning like it's it's the same with anything it's like oh for example there was a girl who was doing the same thing as me and she had a boyfriend i didn't have a girlfriend at this time but i was just going traveling by myself and she was like why do you get to do all all this or whatever and i was like oh i just i just choose to do it to be honest like i choose to spend my money on that you know you choose to spend your money on i don't know going it would go on ridiculous weekend retreats for like 500 quid i'm like i can i I would just not do that and obviously like um i save i save money by not drinking or whatever um but yeah you just get like sometimes sly comments from people but i I would never really yeah just people some people just miserable aren't they really just like do you ever find that that could be from a place of jealousy 
Probably. I mean, I do get it realistically, like, you know, especially when it, like now at the moment, for example, over the past year, um, I've just been working. Uh, no, I haven't. Sorry. That's a lie. So since February this year, I've just been working remotely and I've been like using my savings to do a lot of traveling and like continue the lifestyle. And sometimes I do feel, let's say at home, some people are like, oh, you fucking lucky bastard, like living that. Because I do get it. You know, people are like going to work every day. Um, Nine to five, and, get two yeah. weeks off a year. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, it's me just saying like, yeah, I just, I just speak to people on uh, the internet and get paid for it and travel around. So I do understand. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. what, what is it you do then? What's, what's your uh, job? So, well, to be honest, I have just got a new job. Um, so I'll, yeah. I'll probably be working in Manchester for a little bit. Like, um, it, so that's, that's changed, obviously. But what I do or have been doing is just been doing like online English teaching. But what that is, oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much people just want to chat to somebody who's from England. So mm. you just, yeah, you just chat to them and you get paid. You don't get paid loads of money. Like I was getting, nothing but you know i still to be able to like fund your lifestyle you could just log on from anywhere so for example if i'd be sat in a hostel or go on i'll do four hours or i'll work for a few hours just to earn a bit extra bit of cash to keep traveling around so like for the past year and two months i well yeah i ended up leaving my job last year one year one month ago since then i have been doing a lot of traveling around um but i have paid for it you know it's not like uh um someone's funding it so it's all come from my money you know what that i've probably saved up in my job and then uh yeah then i've got this online stuff and that's what i do <laughs> so yeah um, lovely now that's i've changed now i'm going back into like a full-time job because my visas um yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I can't remember what, um, everything I've just said. So yeah, just did online. <laughs> just did online English teaching. Um, and yeah, I mean, people do it in like Thailand because the money goes much further. So for example, they'll work maybe thirty hours a week on Cambly, which is a platform I use, and then they'll just rent out an Airbnb for. A, a month two months and they'll just do that or maybe hop around um which is maybe something i want to do in the future but at the moment Thailand? no I've, I've never okay the, i have left europe I've, I've been to morocco and israel but i've never been to somewhere like asia which is somewhere i would like to go so obviously that's southeast asia but i think it would suit you a lot considering your sort of love for traveling i definitely think it would it would work well if you went somewhere like asia i've never been personally but i, I just know that you would probably run into a few mad interactions over there do you get me yeah so, a lot of people recommend that i've got a mate who's actually going over uh he asked me for like a reference not a reference I don't want a referral link yeah well i sent him a referral link for him to do what i'm doing the online teaching because anyone can do it you don't have to have a degree or anything it's just just chatting to people um you just chat I mean, to people yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like a meagle but getting paid which is probably one way to put it um yeah some people want lessons or whatever but you can you know once you get like 
um, regular people who just want to chat. Like you meet people from like Saudi Arabia, uh, which is they're probably the most interesting ones because uh, they they'll tell you all about the country, and then they're like blown away that they're getting like a metro system. They're like oh yeah, in twenty thirty we're gonna have this metro system in uh, Riyadh, like the capital city, whereas like. Everyone else in, I guess, Europe is just like, oh, you just know that there's a metro system there. But they always invite me over. Like, apparently, it's common courtesy there just to be like, oh, please come in, like, come into my house. So every time I speak to them, they say, like, oh, you must, you must fly over to Saudi Arabia and you can come stay with me. And I'm like, all right, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> so, Did you do cool. that? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds sounds pretty chill. Like, um, that's how you have the best experiences, though. Like when you meet somebody who's who's or, local, or maybe die. Yeah, I doubt that. You know, I mean, if if you didn't kill me when I picked you up in in Manchester, it's probably probably worse uh, criminal. Worse in Manchester, in Manchester. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might have to agree with you on that one. <laughs> what I wanted to ask you, DJ Basher. Um, yeah. I don't even know you. I don't. I can't even remember your actual name. You did tell me, but I just know you as DJ Basher. Like it just sounds better. As I say, I'm doing a podcast with DJ Basher. I'm like, oh, that sounds fucking good. That. What is your actual name, <laughs> or is that held secrecy? Sworn no, of course, secrecy? no, no, no. <laughs> it's not sworn to secrecy. A lot of people do know my actual name. When I started out um, on the radio as well, I did use my real name for a good maybe six months and then I and I switched up. My actual name is Harry. You know, mm. I, I don't know if you was expecting that. Um I, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, really my, DJ my, Basher. my actual name. Yeah. Harry, DJ Basher. There's no correlation at all. Where did the name DJ Basher come from? Where did you swirl that up? What, what did you think? Was it like How a did I come up with that? What's your I story? Did a magical... Yeah. So story in... with that is Go on, sorry, say that. No, again. I was just saying, were you in the Dominican Republic, you know, sat on the beach? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just, well, where did it come from? Some cool story, I'm hoping. A lot of people say to me, why DJ Basher? And they, a lot of people, there's a lot of things that you can say about Basher and bashing and bash. And mm. there's a lot of interesting stuff that people say that, you know, mm. you could sort of take the mick out of the name, really. But um, yeah, DJ Bash has sort of come from my dad. So when I was uh, a lot, you know, uh, a lot younger, maybe like 14, 15, before Dominican Republic, um, I used to play football and uh, I was a right back and uh, I was good. I was okay. I was a bench warmer most of the time, but I was okay at, uh, at being a defender, not necessarily at scoring. Um, but yeah, anyways, I was, uh, I was a right back and, um, I used to, uh, I used to just, I don't know. I used to just bash people and get, you know, the, the ball would still be there, but people yeah. would just, you know, I just bash into them and, you know, um, especially when I was a lot younger as well, maybe like 11, 12, I used to live out in the countryside and, uh, I was properly into my football then like when I was much, much younger. And uh, yeah, right, I used to just bash people out of the way. The, the football would, would you know, I wouldn't even touch the football. People would, ju I'd just go, I'd just go through them. So my dad would shout, bash them, like go and bash, bash up. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. bash them. And then 
the name Basho, like, I don't know, I was probably just driving home. You know, my dad was probably driving home. I was in the passenger seat. He was like, oh, yes, poor Basham, you know, Basham. I don't, I don't know how it happened. But anyways, my dad started calling me Basha, And then my football team started calling me Basha. Started calling it me in school. And then it stuck. Uh, and then when I needed a DJ name, like, I was like, right, what kind of DJ Harry, DJ, DJ Basho, you know what I mean? It just, mm. I don't know, it just made sense for me to, because people used to just call me Bash or Basho or whatever yeah. anyway. So why not just use that as my alias for DJing? So, yeah, man, it's, it stemmed from my dad and playing football when I was much younger. And it's my nickname that stuck with me and, you know, I don't know. It's it, it, I enjoy it. It's 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 a good name. A lot of people at the start of when I was, you know, starting to DJ was like, "What do you mean you're gonna use the name Basha? That's such a weird name. Like, it's so weird." But um, I don't know. I think I think I like it, so I'm happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Who's laughing now? They were laughing at you now, but look. Who's laughing now? There you go. <laughs> You've made it to the sober podcast, lad. You can be like, Fuck that's it, off. mate. Yeah. Well, I've got a water, so definitely <laughs> have made it to the sober podcast. So, how did you end up doing all these these festivals? Uh, that was quite interesting. Like, did we doing them last year? Or is this something that's just come across uh, over the, this year? So, it really started to pick up for me in the later of twenty twenty one. Um, I started off doing radio and you know presenting and DJing on the radio and DJing house parties and a little a little bit of clubs not not a lot but then sort of in the in the late of 2021 um, especially after my 21st birthday I, I um I, I did a, a a lot of sets for a place called a company called shutdown an events company called shutdown um under an under 18s events company and uh they put on some absolute sick shows but um yeah basically i was given a great opportunity by the owner of shutdown to start dj and perform and he was bringing me along i was turning up and you know um yeah man um you know they started to really pick up shows and after doing that i got shouted to do a couple more shows I, I did the Manchester International Festival and you know I've been doing media coverage for other festivals like um some in Birmingham and you know you know and from there bro it's it's been it's been a great journey because at the start of 2021 I you know I'd been to other places in the UK but now at the you know midway through 2022 mate I've I don't know I've I've first time I've been to Ireland the other day I've just come off tour um, I was in Ireland and went around the whole of the UK, uh, traveling to places, seeing you know new 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 places, meeting new people, similar to what you do. But it's just music that takes me there instead mm -hmm. of you know uh, just just you know whatever motivates you to go there. Music motivates me to go there, and you know well not necessarily mo motivates me, but that's what takes me there. So yeah, man. Um, I'm bad at this because I don't know what you asked me. I forgot the question that you asked Sorry, me. Sorry, I, I forgot as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, you asked me. Here you go. You asked me uh, what I, uh, how I got into festivals and and what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, they've been picking up, and and you know what? I've got, I've had some great news that um, 
that hopefully next year there's going to be some more bigger, better places for me to DJ. And uh, yeah, man, but I, I, you've got to stick out. You've got to grind. You've got to hustle. You've got to work hard. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really... Um, there's not a day that goes by where I don't do something related to my career. You know, there's not a day that goes by where I'm not thinking about something that's the next step, the next thing to do, the next thing to post, the next thing to promote myself, the next thing to... So it it, it does take a lot of hard work and, and drive, but it's also, you just got to be nice to people and, you know, and, uh, and people will be nice back and give you opportunities and got to be thankful and grateful for them so I, I never take anything for granted the opportunities that I'm given or provided and the people that give them you know what I mean I, I never take it for granted so um and you know I sort of live like everything could just stop tomorrow because I don't know I, I just um I have weird thoughts that come across my mind like what if you know a meteor just come out of the sky and just blew everything up so you know, uh, or aliens came down or whatever. You know what I mean? Everything mm. will just change. So I never take every day for granted. And yeah, man, I think that's the best way to, to be. You know, I'm not saying that you, you have to live like that, but it's the way I live and it's good, man. So yeah, man. Yeah. Good stuff. And so what's your, let's say, your long-term plans? Fucking hell, it sounds like you're, I'm interviewing you. I'm not interviewing you. Don't worry. Yeah, um, man. It's, it's, I know. I feel like I'm going for a job. What job am I going for? Eh? <laughs> Co-host, sober podcast, yeah. Sunday Co-host night rap podcast. freestyles. How about that? Yeah, man. <laughs> a little collaboration thing, yeah. So long-term DJ Basher, I would love to... Um, it's gonna get real comfy then. I was gonna, it's gonna pop my chair back even further. Yeah, comfy, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would love for myself to be on a radio station such as BBC Capital. But where I'm at the, where I am at at the minute, I love it. I'm at Unity Radio, and I absolutely love it, mate. I'm giving full creative control and I can do pretty much what it is that I like to do within you know reason but um yeah I, I, my end goal and somewhere where I'd like to be in the future is again DJing at some you know I'd love to DJ in America at Coachella or you know somebody uh, you know uh like uh Rolling Loud you know these big major festivals and events that take place I'd love to be a part of them but not necessarily just in terms of DJing there. I'd love to be involved in the in the setup and the and the process of actually building, creating the festivals. You know, uh, maybe even creating a lineup, maybe even uh, putting a stage together with artists and um, DJs and acts, and you know, sort of inputting that you know creative side and not necessarily just standing up there playing music which is what I love to do but all of it you know I'd love to yeah. I'd love to be involved in all of it in all aspects um and yeah it'd be, it'd be really good to to advance and excel in the in the radio industry and uh you know such as this podcasts interviews talks I just love talking and I love you know sometimes people have to say you know stop talking and I'm like I don't want to stop talking you know what I mean <laughs> so you might at some point you know during this podcast be like he's just chatting he's just chatting now he's just going on and on and on 
but yeah no I love it mate um a lot of my friends and family know me for just being able to and you know enjoying speaking to anyone and just about anything and they can be anybody from anywhere with any belief about anything and I'll talk to them and you know I enjoy it so that's why I think that the job that you know and and the sort of position that I'm in it works well because I just I'll chat to anyone and you know I enjoy it it's it's, it's good it's, it's great just such as yourself though you you're somebody who, who enjoys talking to people and and you know meeting new people and I think you know it's it sort of uh, adds to your uh adds to your adds to your I don't know what the word is really it just adds to who you are you know you get a little bit of flavor from him over there and them over there and you learn new things you pick up new stuff you might gain a, a new belief or you know you might you know people can you know you know input morals into you that you would never have thought before I can imagine mm-hmm. you've you've experienced the same things where I don't know have you have you got an experience where somebody's sort of you know had a big impact on your life that you've met yeah well there's I'd, I'd say there's probably a few people but probably the the standout one would be uh, this guy called Ricardo that I met in Brussels. Of course, Ricardo from Brussels. Ricardo. We know him. Uh, Charles he was, Ricardo. He was working in Brussels, but he was originally from... Um, I, I don't want to get it, but it's a country in South America. I'm pretty sure it was Colombia when he saw me. Uh, but I, when I first seen him, God, he scared the living shit out of me just from the visual... Of him because he just looked like some just cartel. He's like some cartel yeah. kingpin. Like he'd he'd mess me up or something, you know. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> avoid talking to that geezer. And then uh, yeah. just started chatting to him in this hostel bar, and he was sound. He was so sound, like what one of the nicest people I've ever met. And then there was like a back crawl. I was obviously I was drinking at this time, so this was two thousand and. 19 August, I think it was. I stopped drinking in uh, October 2019. Um, uh, I think, yeah. And then, yeah, so basically, met this guy, went on pub crawl and went on a night out, pretty mad night out. Basically, ended up going to like different places. And then I ended up going back by myself to the hostel. He came back at a later time or whatever. We met up in the morning. And I, as I met up with him, he's like, oh, fuck, like I've lost my phone. He lost, spent loads of money last night. But he's just so chilled out about it. And then, like, we just went for, uh, like, this free walking tour around Brussels. And then he was telling me about, like, his, his, his backstory. And he was, uh, I think he was adopted from Colombia to, like, a Swedish family when he was, uh, I don't know, four five years old it was when he was really young and then he grew up in sweden he said he got he received a lot of bit of like racial abuse growing up in sweden uh, and then he was moving to brussels to go work in this hostel but he just like his whole attitude to life was just incredibly positive and he, he was clearly like a, a person who was uh an orphan at one point and got adopted and like I had an experience, like a personal experience in a relationship with somebody who had like that background before, and it was a really terrible 
relationship. You know, it was just all oh, it was just a fucking shit relationship, to be honest. And I, you know, she used that upbringing as excuses for bad behavior or just like a certain attitude towards life. Whereas, then when I seen somebody else go through that experience, it was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, you know, his outlook on life. Flipped it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was like his outlook's completely different compared to hers. And then it, it just gave me like a perspective of thinking like, you know, it's what you make of it. You know, this, this, whatever you make of life uh, comes from your own opinion. And you, uh, okay, some people have terrible, terrible upbringings and terrible situations that they're going through right now. Um, but there's always ways that you can probably make something better than making it worse. And I feel like he was somebody who would just, Make try and make things better than worse. So and going really... back to when you said that he lost his phone and his wallet and all his money, mm-hmm. that was important because what did you mean by that? Did you mean that he was just like, you know what? That wasn't really that important. He was just like, oh, really? it's just, just oh, I've lost it. <laughs> so what do you mean you lost it? He's going, oh, I just lost it. I can't really do anything about it. It was like. Uh... And then he was just talking to the people at the hostel, and he's like, "There's always a way." Like, he, he asked him because he was going to be working there. He's like, "All right, just get some money from my wages," and they they were chill about like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go on." And then he got a new phone, and then like, I was joking with him where when we were on this walking tour, like, there's a place in Brussels like like you stroke, it's like the statue, and then you're supposed to wish for good luck or wish for something. So I was like, oh, you need to go wish for a fucking new phone or a bit of money back from last night. And he was just laughing about it. Like, he just wasn't, he was like, well, you know. Um, yeah, so like, there's, there, there's experience like that. And then, like, even people I've just met, friends, like my drum teacher, he's teetotal and, like, just a really interesting character. You know, I think, as you said before, it's like you take uh certain parts from people you know and it's like if you're motivated towards the good so to say if you're motivated towards doing a good thing then you can have relationships and friendships that like constantly get better rather than getting worse yeah quite deep that man like <laughs> man like ricardo you know what was his name yeah. ricardo ricardo lad. g yeah. he was one of, honestly from the outside he was terrifying. He had he had this goatee going on here, shaved head, tattoos just covered in them. He, he looked in well scary. Um, Do you but, ever keep in touch with these people? I, so Ricardo, I did take his. I think I did take his number, but then you know, just contact just yeah. Well, just stopped, you know, it yeah. kind of makes sense. He's already lost his phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's going to lose it again, isn't he? Yeah. So how do you how do you keep in contact with people that you meet on you know on your travels? Um, it depends. Sometimes I just like I've just learned to kind of accept like um, you're never going to see him again. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's just kind of I'm never probably going to see this person again. So just make most of is that. The moment. Sad is that? Is that or or does it make the moment even better? I you could argue it makes the moment better. Like you know, there's times where we say yeah, yeah, we'll keep in touch or whatever. But uh, like you live in the same country as me, and we've kind of kept in touch or whatever but you know people have busy lives and stuff going on so it's just like you just naturally kind of lose contact with people and i don't mind it's not like the end of the world i just think that's the natural 
progression of interactions with people. And for example, I used to play fucking League of Legends with one of my mates from high school and listen to Wig and Pier every night. And we'd be just yeah. blasting Wig and Pier music, trying to grind platinum on ranked. Um, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. we just, you know, I, I hardly even speak to that guy anymore, but it's just like, uh, that's just, I guess, the natural progression. Of it's the way the world works. With people, yeah. Yeah, no, I, because in the sort of lifestyle that I live, the people that I speak to and meet, I build relationships with them because they are sort of people that are in the same industry as me. So if I met somebody new at a show or a gig or whatever then I would you know have them on social media and I will always yeah. see what they're up to and you know they'd be posting stories and posts and you know they would always be quite accessible and you know with what you do you sort of there one minute and gone the next whereas it's different for me I'm sort of trying to you know build out and speak mm -hmm. to people and network and create these opportunities from meeting people and networking so it's complete opposite you know you just you're just out here living you just living yeah it's the best way to be isn't it just live <laughs> you know, it's right. um, I, I think like i try to i do try to keep in contact with people or you know like build some relationships it's just like yeah, do you find it difficult with a girlfriend walks and traveling around yeah I think my so my relationship is uh, <laughs> how can I say that? I don't want to say my relationship is difficult, but circumstances surrounding my relationship make it um, a bit of a head scratcher, you know. Because okay, we're not in uh, the EU anymore, so uh, there's a lot of complications coming towards like visas and stuff. So, oh, is your girlfriend not in this country? No, no, she's from the Czech Republic. Yeah, so I met okay, her. Right, okay, of course. I, yeah, understandable. Yeah. Why wouldn't she be? You know, considering <laughs> the amount of people you've met. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so I met her in Prague in the Czech Republic, and then we kept in contact, did long distance for a bit, and then I finished my apprenticeship, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like, I knew that I was always going to be leaving at the end of this job that I was doing because it just wasn't for me, but I thought I had to commit to it anyway. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. Initially, I was going to go into like, music and sound engineering, music production. Um, but then when I went to Prague, I tried, I kind of pursued that while I was there. And then I just ended up going to like, like, jamming sessions and stuff. Um, well, I've been in Prague for the past year. I've had a visa for a year. Now that's expiring. And then it's like either apply for another. But... My girlfriend potentially wants to move here, but she also wants to study her master's because it's free in uni. So it's like, it's just, there's a lot of stuff that you have to think about uh, because, uh, you know, I can only have three months in the Czech Republic without getting a visa and then I have to leave for three months. So we're just trying to find the perfect balance and what, what is the, the balance uh, which is going to work the, the best. I'm 24. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, so it, it does make sense, sort of. You, you've got to wait a few years, I think, for, to, for, you know, stuff to simmer down and, you know, people to be established. And, and then I feel like it would probably work better in, in a couple of years' time if one of you's moved to one of the other's countries or something like that. Um, 
but I'm not trying to give you relationship advice. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, Ed, what sort of can I call you Ed as well? Yeah, like, what do people? Ed, what, worry. Yeah, Ed. What What's your fashion, man? Like, what What do you wear? Like, what? Yeah, like what What does Ed wear? Like, what is Oof. your, you know, clothing choice or oh, like, you know, what's What's Ed's fashion? The a t-shirt from Decathlon. Decathlon shorts and then shoes that I wear until they are pretty much unwearable anymore. Um, don't really think about it that much, to be honest. Um, I'm surprised because some of the places you've mentioned where you've been, uh, renowned for, you know, fashion and, and and clothing. And, you know, I can imagine that you've seen so many different outfits and so many different cultures with people wearing, you know, things that you wouldn't see in the UK. So, uh, you know, I, I would have maybe assumed that you might have took influence from like going to these places and seeing people wearing different clothes and outfits, but you're still in the decathlon, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's just I try to travel like practically. Um, mm. So realistically okay. for that myself, to, yeah, to have like loads of clothes and stuff lying around, it's just... I, like I travel with one bag. I just take a backpack with me, make sure it fits under the uh, under the seat in Ryanair. That's main, the main airline I fly with. And that's it. So it's whatever fits in this bag. I can get quite a lot of stuff in, but I'll normally take with me like five. Have you got the bag with you? Have you got the show, Yeah, do you want me to show yeah, you? Yeah, I want to see the bag. I want to see the bag that goes everywhere. I've upgraded to a, what all I can call a TARDIS. So, Artists, yeah. This is it. This is the bag. So, right. Okay. As you can see, we've got one compartment here. This is a microfiber towel. Very small, but it does the job. That goes with me everywhere. Uh, laptop goes in here. Clothes go in you here. Take your laptop on journeys with you. Oh, of course, yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, this stuff at the moment, I've got a sleeping bag in here. Um, not that it's not packed. So, this is an air mat that you sleep on when you go to camp. Right, okay. How do you uh, how do you blow that up? Is it just like a just a quick blow? Like right, I'd say, okay. I'd say, about, <laughs> I'd say about maybe six or seven puffs. And it's yeah, good. I thought you might uh, have like a little pump with you. No, no, no. Uh, but I just I'll have like bits, bits with me. Um, sunglasses, sunglasses. Yeah. Um, do you have like a little bit of a medical pouch? No, I should do to be honest. I thought about this. You definitely this like should a, have a medical pouch. It's like a rain cover. Um, yeah. You bag I've got a balaclava in here. Just you got a ballet. Just to keep me warm, and then like net warmers, and then. Of course, of course, it's just to keep you warm. That's that's what they all say. <laughs> I'm actually like fucking going around traveling to all these places and heist, doing heists everywhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah, with a balaclava and gloves. One bag. That's a pretty big bag, to be fair. You know, I, I thought that they might have been, you know, quite strict on the size of the bag that you're allowed. Um, so they, that, that fits in the dimensions. Um, and then I've just learned like over time just to, how to get it down. There's like a, a Reddit community called One Bag, and it's basically everyone puts in there like how to get all your stuff down to fit in one bag. So I've been looking at that and then. And how do you yeah. get your stuff to fit in one bag? Um, just, you know, well, I, I just wish you were like plain 
shirts like this. Um, I'll have like one jacket, which fits in the bag if I need to it. But normally I'm just walking around with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't take that much stuff with me, realistically. Um, there's no, there's no point. It's like I feel like the more stuff you add, the more hassle it becomes. Like I couldn't, I, I hardly been. I don't think the other time I want to travel with a suitcase because it's just unnecessary to walk around with that and you get more freedom just having everything on your back so so if yeah, you went for that. four days what would you take just like four t-shirts four boxes four socks um laptop uh towel toothbrush <laughs> I don't know, just there's no one's done i don't know yet um uh yeah just shorts and maybe i'll probably wear jeans that's it just like keep it simple yeah i'm the opposite from you if i was going yeah. somewhere for four days i'd have a duffel bag i'd have my backpack i'd have a suitcase and then maybe another little suitcase something like that so i'm like terrible honestly i really am bad no yeah. like i couldn't I, I don't i don't know it's you know people uh travel differently or whatsoever but yeah um i just try to keep it minimal and like it keeps me flexible and just going around. I can't be bothered moving around with loads of stuff. It just yeah. It, it no, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to have a new outfit every day. That's the that's the problem with me. I, I like to have a new outfit. Not not like I don't get rid of them after I've wore it, but mm. I like to have a new outfit every day. And I'm I'm quite precise with what I wear and how I wear it and stuff like mm. that. And I think that's sort of like my branding as well for DJ Bash, you know what I mean? Like, today I'm wearing, like, you know what I mean? Matching shorts with, mm. you know what I mean? I don't know why I'm trying to stand up. I just pull the laptop down like that, you know what I mean? I mean, matching, uh, yeah. even my shoes match, you know what I mean? Sliders <laughs> match too, you know what I mean? It's got it's got all match. So, um, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I, I mean, I could do, but I don't know. I probably wouldn't be able to do that. I'd need a, I'd need all, you know, a pack like a, there'll be like pot noodles in my bag or something. You know what I mean? Like there'll be little, little snacks, be a hairdryer, hairbrush, beard oil. You know what I mean? There's just, I've just got too much stuff that I can't, I wouldn't be able to do that. Just a, just a little quick backpack. So yeah, I'd struggle to be honest. No, I mean, I'd struggle with, I'd, we're probably doing that. We're just taking loads of stuff for you. Like, I've saved one time in in Prague because obviously I've got like a wardrobe that there is more stuff just knocking around in Prague, but I get frustrated because I'm like fucking hell, I'm gonna take all I'm gonna even take all this stuff back or how do we even like you know it's multiple trips of going to and from, um, but one time I did think about what I was wearing, but it was only it was just on a night out in in Prague and I just bought like a. Like a t-shirt and then a shirt and then trousers, but I was like, oh, I don't know. It's just, it, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't really give a shit about it, really. I, like, so I, your, I so your, your clothing and your style is just like whatever's easy and convenient. Yeah, basically, that's probably the way to put it. Just whatever gets me out the house, <laughs> whatever's convenient. Um, I don't really think about it, uh, which I, sh- I probably should. You know, maybe I, I should. Put- Why should you? It's, it, it it makes sense if it's convenient and it's comfy and it works. Why should you have to figure out what you would wear? You know what I mean? It makes sense. Yeah, I got that. I can't imagine. Sp- I, I I did used to give a shit. Like I, what I used to give a shit about was jackets. So you spend a lot of money on like nice jackets and then I stopped caring about that. Um, 
And I say only recently I've, I've just bought all this new stuff from Decathlon. And it wasn't, it was like, what? I think I spent 60 quid all in on like new t-shirts, um, new shorts, sleeping bag and stuff. <laughs> it was like, it's just ne necessary rather than uh, like, what's what's the, the other word? Yeah, like luxury. luxury. More, yeah. yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't spend like... Not gonna go camping in the Louis V top and you know uh, yeah. Gucci a Gucci sleeping bag and stuff like that. No, no. If, if people want to do that, people want to do. It. I just I can't justify spending that much money on it. <laughs> like especially especially like it, what you can get for traveling. Like I just feel like oh, I what I started to do is going oh that's like a flight somewhere. Like I'll look at something. Oh that's like a flight. Is that somewhere. how you quantify money? Like <laughs> oh that's that's I could I could go to Prague for yeah I'm not gonna buy that. I'm all right. Yeah. Is that, it's like, is well, that how you look at stuff? Yeah. Pretty much. It's like oh what's the point of buying that? It's like uh, a trip somewhere. For example, I'll stay in hostels most of the time, which people some people don't like to do. But uh, I don't know. It's become more normal to just stay in like a. Uh, a four bed dorm with different people, and you just kind of get your not, dorm for the Do night. you not get worried at night that people are going to steal your stuff? Not really. Everyone's in the same boat as you. Everyone's just like. Yeah, but what if they're not, though? What if people are just like, I'm going to stay in this hostel and steal everything? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? That they, they, that's, that's how I feel like the world is, but I've never actually been to a hostel like you're explaining. So for people out there that might, not you know be you know have been to a hostel before what's it like is it safe is it is it dangerous is it what, what what's to look what do you look out for like what what's a hostel i'm like you know it's like the roles have reversed here it's like you've yeah, taken man. the the presenter role yeah. you're, you're the podcast host i can't help myself <laughs> man i'm sorry i can't help myself oh, i'm only joking with you i don't mind um yeah it's i don't know i've i've had like one or two weird experiences like in belt the first time actually in belfast in the middle of the night this guy it was a spice head was just like come with me come come at like three in the morning i was like no fuck off i'm staying in my bed um he was like oh, come 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 I'm like no i'm not going anywhere and then whatever the day after i brought it up to the other people in my room they're like yeah he has been a bit weird um and then i think later that night or something he just got like violent and like pinned me against the wall or something and i was just like oh Ooh, get off me but then he ended up getting kicked out of the hostel um but yeah that's probably the only time out of yeah. multiple trips i've heard you know you hear horror stories of people like to be honest it's mainly girls who get a shit time and i feel sorry for them right. most most okay. of the time because you just um like so okay so the, i met this girl from switzerland when i was in latvia and i was i was going hiking in latvia and i was like oh i'm gonna go here does anyone want to come and she was like yeah 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 so she came with me and we, we were talking on the train she's an interesting person she was married to a best friend but she came out as gay to a best friend um so now they're still married because a best friend wants the swiss visa so okay yeah very confusing and she was in a polyamorous relationship very confusing 
interesting person, someone I wish I got on the podcast because it would have been great. Um, but whatever, when we were hiking um, and I was like, oh, have you ever hitchhiked? And she was like, yeah, I've, I've hitchhiked before, but not until last time. And I was like, well, what happened last time? And then she just looked at me and was like, I'm a girl. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, it's it's... It's sad that like that happens. Obviously, it can it can happen to boys. You know, bad things can happen to boys. But, you know, the likely outcome is going to happen to a girl. And it's just it's it's annoying because you just wish everybody had like a decent time when they'd be traveling around. And then I've heard like a story of this girl in a hostel in Croatia who got like attacked in the middle of the night. But luckily, there was loads of people in the room. Uh, yeah, so. It does, yeah, there's stuff like that. We just have to kind of like, I don't want to say use your common sense after what I've just said because that, that doesn't apply there. But I mean, as in like in basic... Be as aware as, as aware as you can be. Yeah, just, you know, just be aware and just speak to people in your hostel room and stuff and just make friends with people. Like, as you say, you it's ever, better. Uh, hitchhiked before? Um, Just that one time in in Latvia and then it actually I've randomly accident I don't want to say accidentally hitchhiked in the lakes this guy was just like uh, uh, he walked he drove past me and then stopped and he was like oh you're going up to um I can't remember em Emmerdale Emmersdale bridge or something I think it was called uh, I was like yeah yeah um sorry he didn't drive past me he got got to like a gate and I, I waited at the side and he just stopped. He was like, oh, I'm going up if you want to lift. I was like, all right, yeah, so nice one. Um, Saves you sometimes. So. Accidentally hitched hike. Yeah, that's how I accidentally hitchhiked. Um, but he was all right. He was sound. Just talking to him. Didn't kill yeah. you. Didn't murder you. Good stuff. You know, yeah, right, cool. yeah. So, yeah. Um, there you go. Have you ever had any sort of life or death experiences near life? Or, you know, like, I don't know something that's happened that's been crazy you're like right maybe i don't want to travel anymore while tra while traveling yeah mm, no I, to be honest actually i did i got pretty, i shit myself not actually shit myself but i shit myself um, <laughs> not in, actually shit myself yeah in um when i was wild camping because i'd uh, one night i was like i had to i was walking until I one in the morning, it was pitch black, and I just set up camp, and I set up kind of like right on the edge of this like little cliff, and then in the morning when I was like getting the stuff, I was tired, and then wind came, and I like slipped a little bit, and I, luckily I stopped myself, but I was like, oh my god, I've nearly just fell straight down off this cliff face, uh, but I never, I'm still here, I'm still here to talk about it. Yo yo yo, me? we're back. Yeah, can hear you. Yeah, man, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I guess we'll conclude. What was your plans for tonight, Mr. Basher? My plans for tonight? So it's Friday night. Um, I'm just going to get me, you know, going to get my head down, actually. I'm not going out Friday night. I would usually be the DJing or, you know, uh, maybe going to go out with my friends, having a little drink. But you know what? Tonight I've had, uh, I've got a Friday off, so I'm gonna just chill out, get some food, uh, and watch some TV. I've been watching this new series at the minute called For All Mankind. 
and mate, I am proper into space and like I love space, you know, life on other planets and you know it, it fascinates me like looking at the stars and that so i'm just gonna have a chilled one tonight gonna have some food chill out watch some tv so um yeah man tonight's an easy one ed yeah yeah how about yourself are you gonna have a relaxed one as well or are you you going budapest or are you gonna go somewhere else my <laughs> um well i'm going back to prague on monday just to kind of uh, basically i'm going back and then once i get the heads up about starting this job i'm flying back so uh it'll probably be at like the end till the end of the month uh so i'll probably just see me mates see me mates tonight whoever's out but then uh tomorrow uh one of my friends is coming up from london who i funnily enough met on my flight to prague last year whoa what's happened can you still see me yeah yeah he's yeah, still yeah. sorry my computer like jumped out I don't know what's going on here. Why have you gone so small? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still the regular size. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on. Why has it gone so small? Did you've you, literally, you've you? literally turned into like, oh, there we go. I've sorted it. I've sorted it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm seeing one of my mates tomorrow who I met um, on the flight to Prague last year. He's getting a train up from London. We're going to be in Liverpool and then he's staying over here. So... Mate, I love Liverpool. Liverpool's a great night out. Yeah. See, I, 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 I can't enjoy the nightlife anymore. Like, I, I don't really go out on nights out. Like, no, I, I don't. Why not? Well, I don't know. You know, you just. I'd used to when I was when I first stopped drinking. I'd still go out to kind of like prove. Oh, of course, because you don't drink at all, do you? Yeah. So it's just it's just pointless. Like I, I don't know. It's I don't want to be a miserable bastard, but it's just for. I just what I tend to do. I I would go if the offer was there, but now it's like I think because I've not been drinking for so long, it's just like um, the offers have been reduced uh, quite a lot. So I just don't I just don't go on nights out anymore. Like I still I, I don't know I'd still pro possibly enjoy it, but I just don't really go there anywhere like that anymore. Um, so yeah, that's my weekend. Uh, but did you enjoy the uh, podcast today That's yeah it was great mate question. first you know what I'll be honest this is the first time I've actually done a podcast I've been invited on a few before but I've never actually gone ahead and done it and they were in like person as well like in like a you know like a studio set up and you know it was going to be like a, a podcast in that sort of sense where it's like a Joe Rogan type one obviously nowhere near as big as Joe Rogan's but it was like a music one uh but I uh I, I never ended up going actually um we never actually the dates never worked similar to what we were we was trying to arrange this podcast for a very long time and finally it's, it's happened and took place which thank you very much for inviting me on and thank you very much for taking me to my radio show that day so I could do the uh do the show with the uh with the artist I had booked in for the day but um, yeah, man, it's been great and uh, you're great to speak to, honestly, you know, and I'm sure you know that, you know, from your communication skills you picked up all over the country and the world, you know. So, yeah, man, it's been great. I've enjoyed myself on the, uh, what's it called? The Not not Sober Podcast. Oh, the Sober the Podcast. The Sober Podcast, yeah. It's quite the thing. Sober Podcast. <laughs> the thing is, it's quite like, uh, like, I don't, 
come on here. I don't want it just to be like, I think if you read that, it's like this whole podcast, that sounds so boring. Like there's a feel like from that, it's like, that sounds so boring. So what I try to do is make it more interesting, have different conversations with people rather than go, you should not be drinking alcohol. You should be, I don't know, abstinent. Is that the right word? You should not be doing that. I just try and just have interesting conversations. I don't want to be like some preachy. This is the, I've just realized this is the the sober podcast and I've got a bottle of vodka behind me and an empty, empty decanter, which I've drank all of the, uh, (laughs) I've drank all the, uh, the cognac out of it. So like that, that was, I don't know why I've done that. It's all right. I think the last person I had on was stoned when I was talking to. So right. Okay. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, I'm sober. I'm just on water today. So you've uh, you've got sober DJ Basher. But yeah, thank you very much for having me on, mate. Honestly, it's been a pleasure. And anytime you want me back, if you want me back, I'll be more than happy. No problem, bro. Right. Well, uh, enjoy your weekend, and uh, I'll hopefully see you again. <laughs>